What's up, losers? And welcome to episode 30 of Loser Cartoons Podcast. This is Sam, and I'm here with Courtney. Hi, hi. Before we begin, go ahead and like and subscribe to us on whatever streaming service you are using. SoccerCon 2022, an anime convention held in Seattle, Washington, was the latest stop in our convention endeavors. Uh, today, we'll be discussing our likes, dislikes, comparisons between cons, our merch haul, and anything else interesting we experienced throughout the weekend. So, start off, overall thoughts. What did you think of the, uh, the con overall? I was really excited for this con. Um, obviously, I was excited that you and Griff were coming to visit. Um, for obviously the people that don't know, we live on the opposite ends of the country. Um, and I had really high expectations for an anime only just cause I was so tired of seeing Marvel and star Wars every fucking where. Um, but overall I'm going to have to give it a seven out of 10. Like it was a good experience. I don't regret it. I didn't hate it, but I don't think I will be going back unless there are some major changes so i'm kind of of a similar mindset to you the only thing i think that would i think i would have actually i think i would have liked the con less had i been going in with the intention to get more merch from artist alley because as we'll discuss later on one of the biggest problems we had of it with it was artist alley had I been going in with the intention of buying more stuff from there, I feel like I would have given this con more of like maybe a five or a six out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. But because, but because I got most of my stuff from the exhibitor hall and that was actually quite decent. Uh, likewise, I think a solid seven out of 10. Definitely don't regret going. Um, definitely had a great time, you know, very fun weekend. Also just, you know, love the city of Seattle. Yep. But uh yeah, I I would definitely have to see some uh, some changes for me to warrant going back, hundred percent. Yeah, so that's a good segue anyway. Um, to kind of give people a rundown of how it was, it was at the Washington Convention Center as well as the Washington Conference Center, which was different than Emerald City, which was also in Seattle. Emerald City was exclusively in the convention center and it spanned six floors. Um, Huge building. So what they did was, was they had the exhibitors hall in a giant room, huge ceilings in the convention center. And then you went outside and you walked to the conference center in like this tiny little two floor situation. Um, there were probably only about what would you say sam 75 to 80 different artists honestly if that if that yeah yeah. and it felt like you couldn't fucking breathe that's how packed it was god no especially on saturday which was like obviously going to be the busiest day but my god dude it was shoulder to shoulder the entire way through Mm -hmm. like i could like like there would be booths where i'd like you know I'd want to stop and look at some stuff and I just simply couldn't because I couldn't Mm -hmm. move. Like it's either, it's either you just continue with the crowd and you just keep walking through or you just sit in a clusterfuck for like what was probably 10, 15 minutes just to be able to get close to the booth. Because, and this is everywhere. um, People are rude as fuck. Like I would be walking like with the intention to get through the crowd, not even trying to stop and look. And there would be people like trying to like weave in front of me and shit, like kind of fucking up the whole flow. And so I couldn't even imagine trying to stop and look at a booth. Not only were people standing there for fucking ever, but they also were like cutting in from the back. Like it was just, and Sunday, honestly, in my opinion, was not that much better. It wasn't. The only benefit, honestly, was the fact that I think because it was the last day pretty much anyone that wanted to buy stuff pretty much had cycled out the trade-off for that was that most of the shit was sold out so even if you could get up to the booths to be able to see what you want was likely sold out anyway so i don't know that 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 whole artist alley needed it needs a huge rework 
And I don't think the artists, like I saw a lot of comments on Sakura Khan's page that the artists were not happy at all oh, because I'd be, like, I'd be pissed. They were shoved into corners there. And it's like, you would think that there would be a benefit to not being that many artists, but honestly, it kind of sucks because a lot of these artists, like they didn't bring that much stuff so they sold out really fast and then lost the money making opportunity the rest of the weekend because they didn't expect for there to be as much or as much foot traffic compared to how many artists there were does that right. make sense uh, basically if so essentially what an artist would have had to do to like kind of capitalize the mut as much as they could would be to essentially not only have you know, your artwork displayed and have all the uh, inventory and everything at your booth, you likely would have had to have like a separate storage space, like a truck or like in your uh, place, wherever you're staying at, to be able to then restock each day afterwards, or even potentially, I, I bet you on Friday, some of the artists, like if they were to have extra inventory, probably would have had to dip into that in the first day. Yeah, because Saturday, a lot of shit was sold out. Mm -hmm. like early in the afternoon yeah which like that that is the one thing that i was like i like i'm cool that we went saturday and sunday but like i i if we could do it over again i probably would have decided to go friday saturday i mean that's two equally as busy days um yeah but yeah i think the artists were overwhelmed in a bad way um, yeah so that was unfortunate um they tried to do this like try and get people to move in a specific direction but then that kind of fucked it up and of course like you got all these moronic weebs bumping into each other like fucking beluga whales not knowing which end is up but um that was artist alley huge 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 letdown i'm a little bit confused on why they did what they did because the yep. convention center had plenty of space oh, to yeah. have. They had, you guys, they had an arcade on the top floor of the convention center that took up this huge ass room mm -hmm. and stuck the artists in some tiny ass little conference center floors. They could have fit the, up. they could have fit the entirety of that arcade on one of the conference center's yes, floors, right? And then you would have had that entire area, which was equal size to the exhibitor hall mm -hmm. for the artist alley. It it was so ass backwards. Their their game planning there. I I don't know why they decided I don't know to they do were that. On. I, I I simply don't get it. It didn't make any like, sense. Like I like, there's no way. Well, for, first off, if even if you would have only still had those 75 to 80 uh, artists from Artist Alley, you probably would have been able to fit them and the arcade mm -hmm. in that entire totally. conference hall room, right? And then would have still given the artist more room for their setups. And if you guys are thinking, oh, COVID, this wasn't a COVID issue. This was a planning and just honestly full-on neglect issue. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, I mean, look, if it, if they were worried about COVID, they were doing the wrong thing putting Artist Alley in the conference center because people were fucking shoulder to shoulder. It you want to talk, talk about trying to socially distance? My God. No way. I, <laughs> guys, I don't think I've been in... I don't think I've been that in close quarters with that many people in years. <laughs> I mean, like, not even on a fucking airplane. Like, no. you guys, there was not enough room to even scratch your fucking ass. Like, nope. that's how packed it was in Artist Alley. And the exhibitor hall was, like, very full. There was a lot of people in attendance at this con, but it wasn't so full that I was like, I literally can't see anything that I want to see because the exhibitor's hall was so fucking huge yeah yeah there was room to be able to like if if you wanted to stop and look there was room and then there was enough room in between all the booths to where there was still a pathway for people to go yes. through it mm -hmm. was it was yeah no 100 mm -hmm. percent that there was no reason there was no reason they couldn't have had the artist alley in the second like big hall 
in the convention center. There was no reason Absolutely. they couldn't have them up there. But switching over to the exhibitors hall, Sam, you look like you were having a fucking field day. <laughs> okay. The exhibitor hall was honestly, well, first off, it was easily the best part of the con for me yes, personally, because I, I was going into this um, really looking for different kinds of merch, right? Because mm -hmm. Artist Alley is like almost predominantly prints, you know, just art pieces and stuff like that. Uh, that being said, um, I wanted some different things, you know, I, I wanted like maybe some figurines or like some plushies or just any kind of other kind of merch, things that I could like stack on a shelf, right? And because of that, the exhibitor hall was fucking perfect because quite literally it was like every other booth had fucking figures, plushies and everything. It was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. Loved it. Um, also, another huge benefit to it was that this con decided to just have porn. Porn. I probably stood. Porn. I probably stood at a couple of these booths just browsing through different shit for like a solid hour straight. You guys. I know that pissed no. you guys off, but I was no. like, look, man, I, no. I, I couldn't help it. No. Okay. Everyone, hold on. Anecdote. Riff and I, two peas in a pod, love that guy. Um, we don't purchase hard copy porn in print form or CD form. If I really fucking love something, I might buy a manga of it, but it's not something that I prefer to have sitting around because I have my limits and I don't like it enough that I want uh, to share it with others. So that's my perspective on it. But definitely you guys, like, I swear, despite the shit I say, there's no judgment if in how you want to buy porn, except when you try and buy CDs. And we'll get to that in a second. So Sam lost... <laughs> Sam, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I did not buy any CDs, but you, so... We'll get there. We'll get there, you guys. He's a dirty fucking liar. So... What? Shut up. Sam lost his 18 and up wristband. Literally, the second it was put in his hand, it was gone. Like, don't even know how he lost it. So I gave him mine, because I was like, it's fine. I don't really need to see the hentai. Um... But I was expecting there to be more porn than there was. Like, I will say there wasn't that many hentai yeah. booths as I thought there would be. But yeah. so there was one that was actually tented that you had to pay a dollar cover to get into. And that's where Sam bought some of his shit. I don't know if you plan on showing those. But if you do show those here, uh, so cover we them. Will, we will leave the... Because I am going to share a lot of the merch I got. We will leave the more spicy stuff that I bought for our porn episode that we're going to be uh, doing in the next few weeks. Right. So. That's right. Okay. Oh, that's oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So we did like on Saturday, what we did was is we kind of went around, looked at everything, saw how fast shit was going. And then our game plan for Sunday was to come back, re-go through everything and kind of pick up what we wanted. So Sam stopped at every fucking porn booth for like an hour plus to the point no. that Griff and I had to fucking switch buildings to get through the rest of the con because we were so tired of your pervert otaku ass sitting and flipping through every print, every DVD, every figure that these motherfuckers had to offer and when sam started looking for dvds that's when i was like no time out it's time to go it's when was i looking through goes. dvds you were looking through dvds it was when? that last one and i was like sam no you're like i was just seeing if they had any of the classics and i was like you don't even have a dvd player what do you want the dvds for i so simply don't remember I don't remember going through any DVDs. I went through a fuck ton of no, no, no. That one that I was at for like an hour, that that was all. That was exclusively Dogens. Sam, you were flipping through DVDs. I don't know if you're having like some weird amnesia episode, but that's what happened. And Griff and I were oh, this, about okay. ready to choke you and drag you by the hair. Okay. 
I think we were talking about the last hentai booth that we stopped out on Saturday. I was thinking Sunday. No, Sunday. No, because the last no, because the last one I was at on Sunday was the Dojin one because I remember I left immediately after finishing up there and meeting you and Griff in Artist Alley. Okay, whatever. Anyway. I didn't buy any of them. Okay, I know. It's fine. It's I'm not judging. But how on the on the next moving on to the next, because that was just a funny story. We were about to gang up on you and beat the shit out of you though, because it was like okay. because Sam's a type of congo are you guys, he will stop at every single booth and scan every little thing that they have going on before he moves on to the next, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm not attacking you. Griff and I are just different congoers slash shoppers and i did say i did say i understand i'm taking forever you guys are more than welcome to go on without me we had a system it worked out not saying it was a bad thing but i will say there were a lot more children at this con and i did see a lot of porn that was not tented they literally like had girls like with the ahe gal face shit spurting out and all they had covered up was like the slit and the nipples with like a banana and orange slices i was like come on you guys come i did on. that that was very surprising to me because like obviously you said there was the, there was the one booth which had like the one dollar entry or whatever right that's kind of how I figured because that was the first hentai booth we saw. I kind of figured the rest of them were going to be like that. Me too. And then we just rock up to Faku and it's just straight everything displayed right there. And like everything just straight up on the counter, no dividers, no blocking, nope. no blocks, anything. And I'm just like, I was like, okay. And like they did technically like ID you if you wanted to browse through that stuff. But like, what was stopping a fucking 15 year old from just slowly perusing walking right by and just looking at everything that's just displayed Mm -mm. on the table and i'm like absolutely all right Mm -hmm. and then another thing the fucking pink wristband was that was a joke i don't think i had a single person look at the fucking wristband every single one of them was like yeah let me just see your id and i'm like what what was the point of these then exactly exactly and um when I say there was a lot more children there, you guys, I mean very small four and five year old children. Like at Rose City and Emerald City, I did not see that many children. And I'm a big proponent of like, I feel like we sexualize the human body too much. Like it's okay for children to see certain things. Like it's the human body. But this was to the degree that I was like, this should not be on display for young children at all. Like with come like, exploding out of her ass and her like drooling on herself like i was like okay like even i have limits don't think i would want my child to see this walking through a happy little anime con in their little cute little cosplays yeah i don't i don't i don't need a little baby nezuko walking up and just being like mommy what's that god lord what was that comment on instagram that i shared with you and griff I think it was like someone left a comment and they were like, like, yeah, kids were walking by going like, mommy, what is that? I don't remember. Mommy, what is that? (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) Yeah. So apparently in Artist Alley, there were some booths. Oh, this was it. I saw a comment on the SakuraCon post saying, thank you everyone for coming to SakuraCon. And someone commented, you guys, like, you're, the way that you were censoring was not it, because in Artist Alley, there were a couple booths with, like, My Hero BDSM porn. Oh! That were yeah, not censored. Yep. And the kids were walking by, like, seeing these My Hero characters in, like, dog muzzles and bondage, going, Mommy, what is that? What are, what are they doing to Deku? And it's like, no, uh, no, 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 that is not, no, that is just not a conversation I want to have with like my eight-year-old child. (laughs) And I will talk about this a little bit more because I think in a couple weeks after our porn episode, we're going to be talking about simping for underage characters. Mm -hmm. And I want us to remember this moment because I want to talk about it a little bit more, but moving on. Go. 
yet. So panels was another thing. Um, fully expected going into this, you know, being an anime con, that there would be, you know, quite a bit of panels that would be pretty interesting or like things, you know, that we might want to check out. And, you know, not to say that there weren't, you know, any good panels. It just so happened that absolutely not a single one of them was of any interest to myself. Now, I know there was a few that you were interested in, but like overall, I was I was fairly disappointed with the quality of the panel selection. Yeah, so 95% of the panels were just anime showings. Yeah. Something that I would rather do in my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. There were only a couple interesting ones. Um, one was um, the Entertainment District Arc panel, which had Tengen's voice actor and... What is her name? Makio. Makio is a voice actor. And they were like kind of talking about the entertainment district arc. And then there was one talking about um, trans people in Japan. Uh, I didn't attend either of those because we got distracted, which is fine. Um, but other than that, it was just anime showings and it was ridiculous. Yeah. So. I would have liked to see, you know... Like, I, I know voice actors are, like, you know, probably number one for guests when it comes to things like that, right? I would have liked to see more people from, like, different parts of the industry. Like, maybe some directors or, yeah. like, some, some animators or some producers. Yes. Any, anything like that. Anything yes. like that. Just to, just to, like, even if it was just, like, a, a simple Q&A session, just to, like, you know learn more about like the process of making anime and then also the process of like distributing said anime yep. to other countries outside of japan like things like that like panels like that i was like i was hoping there would be you know some just some just simple information kind of dump panels or even like like voice actors like how they got into voice acting how do you make connections yeah. in that industry what is it like what kind of skills do you need like Maybe Sam, you and I are weird because we're the only ones interested in all that shit. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So An another thing too is that like I, I know I know it's tough and like I, I, I understand why there weren't there weren't any, but like I would have liked to see maybe a few like anti-tubers, you know, some anime YouTubers show up as guests, you know, maybe yeah. have like some signings or some Q and A's or anything like that, you know. Mm -hmm. I understand people live, you know, in all parts of the country and even across the world or whatever, but like there wasn't even one, like not, not even a single one, you know, I, I would have liked to, I would have liked to see that. We could have signed up for a fucking panel. Did you know that? Could we really? I think so. Not a soul would have showed up, but you know, it would have been right. Cool. I mean, we could have, you know, shot the shit in our own panel room. Fuck yeah, it. Pretty much. No, but, um. I would have even liked to have, um, imagine this, um, some American webtoon authors. Yeah. There's quite a few that yeah. are doing really well right now on the webtoon app. Anything, ah. anything, anything like that. I feel, I feel like it was just, uh, I feel like they could have gotten a little bit more creative with it. Um, but, there were some cosplay panels you know. that looked interesting, but other than that, yeah. I, I wasn't impressed. Yeah. Speaking of the cosplays, I that was the one thing that was kind of surprising to me is that the cosplays were really fucking good. Yes. <laughs> like really, really good. And there was a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Rose City and Emerald City, like Sam and I cosplayed Atachi and Datara at Rose City, and ours was like the best cosplay by far, which not that yeah. ours were bad, but we're amateurs. But here though. There was it was next level. Like yeah, there was there was some pro level cosplays. Yeah, and, and like a lot, a lot of cosplays. Of yeah, like I feel like half the people were cosplaying. Yeah, no, there was this. There was this. Uh, I wish you would have seen it. There was this one uh, Kaneki cosplay, and I was talking to you about super fucking cool because it had his uh, his uh, Kagune. Oh, called? Ka right, right. Kakujo. 
Kakujo is the next evolution. Kakujo is like when, yeah. when uh, you ghoul... eat ghouls. Yeah. This was his Kagune, not oh, his Kakujo. Oh, got it. It was like it was the it was the Rize Kagune with like yeah. the four arms, and they were like kind of like wrapped up and then pointed out that way. Mm-hmm. It was fucking sick. Yeah. Um oh, I just saw so many good ones from so many different shows. There was a lot of Genshin cosplayers mm-hmm. and a lot of Genshin merch. Yep. Which makes me want to check out Genshin because I have to know what everybody's doing. So I will be playing Genshin if you're looking for me. Hey man, just download it on your phone. It's yeah. probably the easy, probably the easiest way to play it. But speaking of cosplays, you guys, if you follow us, you know me and Sam did Aaron and Zeke on Saturday and Itachi and Datara again on Sunday, except better. If you want to see those, follow our socials, especially on TikTok at Loser Cartoons Podcast. I personally think they're great. Sam might not agree, but I think they're great. I think you looked great. I thought my Zeke cosplay kind of was a little underwhelming, but... The Data and Itachi cosplay was fucking phenomenal as usual. I don't think Zeke was underwhelming. I think it was accurate. I think the reason you're thinking that is because you're scared people won't get that he's paths Zeke. But yeah. I I think it I think it was good. I mean, you look yeah. like him, so Yeah. Yeah, Dubski. Great job, Sam. You little fucking Ye- bitch. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So little comparisons between cons right so previous cons we've gone to we've been to rose city in portland and then emerald city in seattle um both of which were more just kind of pop culture in general cons you know just traditional uh pop culture conventions decent amount of of anime though decent for sure yeah for sure versus soccer con being more exclusively uh anime and manga oriented um i will say i will say i think easily the the best artist alley was uh emerald city for sure um times a million it was two floors in the convention center that and that too the interesting thing about emerald city too is that it almost felt like they had the exhibitor hall and the artist alley kind of meshed together You know, Mm -hmm. I think that was probably the best. That was probably the best way to go about it. I disagree. Why why would you want them separate? I just kind of like the way SakuraCon did it. I liked having the expect because like I would get annoyed walking through Artist Alley at like Emerald and Rose City and seeing these exhibitors like get the fuck out of my face. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to consume all the art and prints and it was just confusing. So I kind of liked having the exhibitors in the artist alley different. Okay. Well, I guess in that in in that case, that's pretty much just personal preference cuz yes. for me, that's kind of just what I was looking for was kind of a uh, like a mesh of everything together. So, yeah, to each their own. Emerald um, City though, I thought was the best too because it had way more than just prints. Mm-hmm. Like whether it be anime, Star Wars, Marvel, whatever, pop culture, there was more like jewelry booths, accessories, yep. clothing, um, yep. weapons, <laughs> uh, and stuff like that. Although I will say in, uh, in SakuraCon, there was the one booth with all the swords. I think that was probably, I think that, my, I think that one booth probably had more swords than even emerald city had put together because good god they that was a lot. huge booth yeah and they they were up on the fucking they had tengens mm-hmm. um which i wanted really bad you guys but was 300 bucks i could couldn't justify it especially yeah. not being to size um but yeah. i did get something though which i'll show you later yeah the one thing i wish they would have had would have been the uh the uh, aot swords which I feel like maybe they did, maybe they just sold out of them, but yeah, I just never saw them because I, I've, expensive. I know, I know, but I, I still would have, I would have caved and bought them, even if they were a hundred bucks a pop. Dude, I would think that they would know because they had some specialty swords, um, 
that were from particular movies or shows. I can't remember which ones, but those were like 550. And I think that Scout Swords would be on par with that. I don't know. Because like, I mean, they had like all the Demon Slayer Swords, which like some of those were pretty specialty. So, and those were just a hundred bucks a pop. They weren't as nice though. I mean, if they made like a cheap Scout, then maybe you might get it for a hundred bucks, but... I don't know how you would do that. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Another thing that I thought was interesting between these cons was the varying ticket prices, right? So when it came to uh, Soccer Con, or not Soccer Con, Rose City and Emerald City, I think they were about like... 55. Yeah, they were like 55 for a Saturday pass, right? And then, like, you know, Friday and Sunday passes were slightly cheaper, but right around that price point. Uh, In comparison to SoccerCon, which was a $55 membership fee, uh, which gave you access to all three days. Oh, it's cool. And, yeah. And the the big difference and the reason for that was just because SoccerCon is uh, a nonprofit uh, convention versus Emerald City and uh, Rose City both being uh, more traditional, right? Um, I just thought that was that was an interesting thing, you know, yeah. and it definitely made it more accessible for people that yes. wanted to go multiple days as well. Yes, you know, because yeah. God because kno- God knows if you want to go all three days or four days, depending uh, mm-hmm. to Rose City or Emerald City, that's going to cost you like. 150 bucks at least at least yeah Shit is nuts mm-hmm. and um yeah i think it's really cool that they're a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. makes it accessible to different populations of people that really want to go to a con right and i wonder if that maybe had a role into like maybe some of the things that went wrong with artist alley I, I, I kind of like start to think because I don't really know exactly what goes into setting up things like that, you know? So from my understanding, what it means when it's nonprofit is that they take the money from the sales to pay employees or have the activities for the con. They don't keep it for okay. themselves for their own benefit. Now, okay. um... It is also my understanding that in order to be an artist in Artist Alley, you have to pay to be there. Okay. Um, Which but I don't makes, know if they had sense. to do that with a nonprofit. They probably did just because they wanted all the money they could get to keep everything running and to have staff. Right. But yeah. Which that's interesting because I think, yeah, I feel like Emerald City and uh, uh, Rose City both, I when I was on their websites, I'm pretty sure all the employees for those are all volunteers, correct? Yeah, they might be. Yeah. So they would use the money for other shit. Right. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then finally, comparing between these between these cons, I, the crowds were night and day. Like, simply night and day. I think, like, Emerald City was probably was a little bit more busy than Rose City. Um just simply because of the sheer size but there was no issues of overcrowdedness uh from emerald city where there was plenty of issues in soccer con soccer con was a smaller space though so my my perspective is they had similar attendance emerald city was just stretched in bigger venue yeah it probably was yeah uh yeah I hope I hope they do change that up a little bit for next year, because because that con has a lot of potential. It really oh, does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they can do more with it. They just need the time and the effort. Um, and maybe making it profit in order to spend more. Well, I guess it could stay not. Well, here's the issue though: when you have people that work nonprofit and our volunteers 
they're having jobs, they're spending all this time outside of this to put this together for no profit. Imagine the incentive to make it better if they were making money from it. True, but then you have the whole problem of, you know, people at the top could end up being greedy and that money doesn't get funneled down in back into the con and people just try to start trying to take, you know. It's a cultural, um, what do you call those? Club? Uh thing there's like this culture group club that puts on soccer con oh okay so they're passionate about it and that's why they did it so okay i don't know i don't know i don't do this shit like fuck i I don't know the first thing about trying to set up a fucking convention so as as much as we're shitting on them we don't know what the fuck we're doing we're just you know Nope. We're just a couple of idiots just giving our thoughts. Just thoughts, man. Just thoughts. What and else? Hit new? up Katsukon. Dude, yes. That that is that is the next stop. It is. That is the next stop. Yep. Is it you said that was that's in February? Yes. Oh, God, I have to wait ten months for that. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. On the plus side though, I could drive there. Yes, you could. I could not. Well, considering you're on the complete opposite end of the country, you're correct in that. Yeah. Okay. What's our next order of business? Uh, I think our final order of business really is uh, merch. Merch. How many, how many things did you get? Uh, Let's see. So I got four figures, uh, one print. I think that might be about it that I got from the con itself. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you start? Because you got more. I just have a figure, a print, and a sword. I don't remember getting anything else. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start off with this. So I snagged a uh, Marin Kitagawa print, uh, which because, you know, easily best girl of 2022. You can fucking fight me on that. There's just Beautiful. zero competition. Uh, yeah, that was really cute. It's no, it's a beautiful print. That artist was insane. Do you remember who it was? Uh, I follow them on uh, Instagram. I think it's like ZR Studios. I think I'll put them in the description box when we find them. We'll put all the artists in the description box if we can find them, you guys. Yeah. Unfortunately, I tried to take this home with me in my suitcase, and I did the best I could, but it did get a little bent up. But uh, I think once I get it into a frame, it'll be all right. So, in worst case scenario, I'll just buy another one online from for like right. twenty bucks. So, whatever. Uh, moving forward, I got a few different figurines. Let me grab a few of these off the shelf. Uh, first one I saw was actually at the first booth we start uh, stopped at, and. Uh, it's actually an interesting little figure. It's a uh, it's a Shinobu figure, uh, but what's cool about this is it's actually uh, a shelf so sitter. What, so it's it's not a shelf sitter. Funny enough, you know what this actually what these are actually a made book for? Sitter. Nope. You you would a never dick guess. Sitter. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, you would never guess what this is actually for. Uh, so when you're making cup ramen. And you pour the water and you put the lid on, you set this on top of it to keep the lid closed. That is what these are made for. I'm now, over it. I, now, obviously, you know, you set them on their shelf, super cute, because who the fuck is going to put this over a fucking cup noodle? You ruin the damn figure. But I just think it's really funny that that's technically what they're made for. Oh, that is funny, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, it's like a new thing that uh, I think within like the past couple of years, they started making knows. a lot more of these. So. Yeah, thought it was super cute. Uh, let's see what else we got. Next, top tier waifu. Manga might be going to shit, but uh, she's still fantastic. Chizuru, you know, just kind of the traditional, you know, girlfriend attire. Came with a cute little pink purse and everything. Pretty solid, you know. I wish the base would have been a little bit more creative. It's kind of just a plain white base, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers, I suppose. Uh, let's see. Got little 
Ichka from uh, the quintessential quintuplets, quintuplets figurine. Pretty basic, just school uniform, I guess. Just her pretty typical attire mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you know. I like the base, a little more creative with this, kind of a see-through yellow uh, with her name and the little one for her being the first of the quince born. Do you uh, have plans to get all five? Uh, no. I think I'd may I'd maybe get uh, a Miku figurine uh, if I could get one that's like you know not just her basic attire, maybe like you know a, a little bit more of a specialty figurine. But that'd probably be it. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of the rest of the sisters. They're fine, but uh, Ichika and uh, Miku are definitely my my favorite too. And then finally, easily my favorite figurine that I bought from the con, a little my Sakurajima in her school outfit with the uh the bunny ears and uh yeah I just uh, this one was like the first figurine that like really caught my eye and I was just like done bought immediately same thing with uh Ichika just kind of like a like a see-through black base with her name on that and everything uh yeah really cool and uh yeah I I've never uh really bought figurines before and uh i understand that i definitely overpaid for them because you know con prices or whatever but i was fine with it i just you know it's the novelty of being able to buy those things at the con that is worth paying a you know the extra five or ten dollars whatever the hell it is so yeah that that is uh that pretty much does it for the at least the non-spicy uh, purchases from SoccerCon. <laughs> what about you? Okay, I didn't get very much this time around because nothing really caught my eye. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'll start with the print because it's a little hard to hold up. Um, this is Sir Izui Tengen. Dude, that thing is so fucking fire. It is. Um... I think that he's my favorite Hashira, you guys. Um, of course, I know him. Not the best, because I feel like I know Rengoku the best. But um, I honestly think he's going to stay that way, because I relate to him so hard. But, um, I mean, I like Obanai, too. I just think he's badass. But, um, right. okay. Great. Um, second is my little um, Captain Levi Season 4 figure. Okay. There's a front view. That's the back view. Okay. And that caked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love him. I was I was really surprised at the amount of detail on a figurine that was that small. Yeah, right? Um yeah. I think he's quite really good. good. Yeah. It, I am I'm really picky about figures, so I only have two. But mm-hmm. I like them both a lot. Um the last one, and perhaps Griff's favorite, because he would not stop fucking touching it. About ready to send me into a rage. Um, but I did, I never thought I would see the day, goddamn, get a sword. And this is Ichigo's Bankai. And it is a legitimate metal sword. Yep. Um, obviously, it's not to scale for me because i am tall i would require a longer sword um maybe for ichigo this is to scale but i couldn't tell you i don't know how tall that motherfucker is or how long his sword is but this is a bankai sword and i think it's pretty and i like it yeah and i want uzui swords and then i think i'm probably good on the weapons but that's i'm just I'm just imagining being able to like, like Mount Uzui swords, like in a cross, like section kind of deal. That would be so sick. Oh, good. So sick. The only thing too, you guys, like this whole swastika situation really scared on the hill. I don't know how to show that. Yeah, there. I I don't really know how to defend that. Should somebody point that out? So I don't. Uh, Yeah. 
it got censored in the anime, but yeah, that's uh, that that is what it looks like in the I, Exactly. I don't think that's the intention of what it's supposed to look like, but it does. So if anyone asks me about it, I'm just gonna be like, I don't know. I, so. a, apparently in Japan, that symbol has a completely different meaning. Apparently, I, whatever. I, that's fine. Um, I, I don't know. That's that's about the best argument you could probably give someone. I think that's it for my con haul. I don't recall getting anything else. I got a fuck ton of stuff from Kino Kinea, which is the bookstores out here. Like, oh, same. Dude, I bought like maybe like 20 different manga volumes from different things. And I got a Kaneki poster, which is fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we could quickly go over like some of the manga we got. Go for it. Because trying to think everything that I picked up, I got what was it? I got Chainsaw uh, Chainsaw Man Volume Ten. Oh shit! What? I have Volume Four of Re twice. <laughs> How did that happen? Mm. Keep going. Um, Volume Ten of Chainsaw Man. Uh, I actually ended up picking up uh, JJK Volume Zero. Um. I'm very heavily considering starting to collect that series because as I keep moving forward, I keep seeing more and more manga spoilers. So I'm like, I might as well just fucking pick up the manga at this point. Um, but we'll see. Uh, picked up Spy Family 7. So I'm caught up on that. Picked up Kaiju 1 and 2. Just realized I had those in the wrong order. That's funny. Uh, picked up a couple new series that I uh, I just started reading and I've heard fantastic things about uh free run which is a uh, a cool fantasy uh series that's been getting a lot of hype and uh call of the night which is a, a little vampire series and that's getting an anime this summer um other than that i picked up a few little things picked up like a i picked up a steins gate uh complete series manga so that was cool uh, picked up a couple episodes or a couple volumes of uh, Jobless Reincarnation. Uh, might end up reading ahead on that. And is that about it. Yeah, that pretty much covers at least the important stuff. Okay. Um, well, I'm kind of pissed I just realized I have Volume 4 twice, so if anyone <laughs> wants it, let me know. Maybe I'll yeah. give it to Griff. Hey, man, I fucking accidentally got two volumes of Volume 7 of Komi-san, so... I hate that. I hate everything about myself. Maybe I'll just give it to Griff, and ha- he can have a random Tokyo Ghoul re-Volume 4. It's, oh, um, it's, oh, it's re-Volume 4. Yeah. Yeah. It's even in this volume. I haven't read it yet, so shut up. Uh, I know, I'm not going to spoil anyway. I was just curious. So, I ha- I got Re 4 through 15, can't find 16. I got 86 Light Novel 5 and 6. I got um, Attack on Titan No Regrets 1 and 2. I got Uzumaki by Junji Ito. I got Kaiju Number 8 Volume 2. I got Coyote, which I'm pretty sure is porn um but Hell look yeah. really fucking good um and then i finished off my collection of devil's line with like two six seven eight twelve and thirteen and then jjk volume 15 i'll tell you what man that i'm curious to see how you like uh junji ito's work because that is that is one artist that i have been like heavily considering because I've never been a huge like horror fan, right? But I've always been intrigued by like horror horror manga. Cuz you know, the biggest gripe I always have with horror stuff is that like I just hate jump scares, you know? Cuz it's like it's it's not it's it's a cheap way to get someone scared, you know? And I just I I I hate manga that. Manga relies so... on story exactly and like that's that's what that's what interests me is that like they can't rely on you know quote-unquote jump scares so i think yes yeah 
I think it's more like for horror manga, more like deeply disturbing than it is like scary. Right. Um, oh, I also got a book on how to make dumplings and they do it in like a comic format. And I'm really that excited. actually I thought that was super fucking cute. I'm so I, I actually I actually like that a lot. Should I go get my Kaneki poster? Fuck it, dude. Okay. It's gonna, and then it's gonna be hard to... to get it like completely in the shot, but yeah, fuck it. And then we have to end because I need to go to the bathroom. Okay, hold on. some other stuff i got oh i also picked up uh the book is that called world's and harem fantasia volume six series is fucking gas dude that thing is fucking massive it's so badass you can't even fit the whole thing in frame (laughs) i'm trying my best (laughs) God damn it. Good God, dude. And then in between all this weeby otaku shit, we had fun. We ate. We played games. We caught up because I live so far away. And we cuddled a pig. So we did cuddle a pig. Overall, fucking fantastic trip, dude. It was a great, it was a great. It was a great balance of, you know, being able to explore Seattle, you know, the con itself, and then back in Portland, you know, a good mix of just hanging out, chilling with friends, you know, catching up with everyone, and then, you know, got to go on a few hikes and stuff. It was awesome. And I got some tattoos. Oh, yes. Okay. Fuck. Mm. Yes. Yes. Some Sukuna-inspired tattoos. Those things are so fucking cool. I was not expecting, like, because you you had told us, uh, because I think that was on Friday, that you had that appointment, Mm -hmm. and you were like, yeah, I'm just going in to, like, you know, sketch out some ideas, figure out what we're going to do, and then you just rock up, uh, because I think we were going to get ramen that day, right after you had gotten off work, and you were like, oh, yeah, how do they look? And I'm just like, wait, what? (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm going to get some things. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. More tattoos incoming. (laughs) Yes. It's fine. We don't, we don't have a problem. It's not an addiction. It's It's not a problem unless it hurts other people, but it doesn't. Or yourself, I guess. Yeah. Which I guess technically a needle does hurt yourself. So unless you like it. I'm fucking obsessed. Yeah. That shit's fire. Do you have pictures of that uh, posted on our page? I posted a video on the story. Okay. Should I post a legitimate photo on the feed? I think so, just to give a little bit closer look for people that are interested, because I, I do think those are really looking cool. Okay. So, yes, do it. Okay. Eerie. Well, eerie. <laughs> that's going to do it for today's episode. Go ahead and follow the podcast, like, comment, and share. Uh, follow us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at Loser Cartoons Podcast and on Twitter at Loser Cartoons with a Z to stay updated. Later, losers. <laughs>